0: Kia kotahi te hoi o te waka kia u ki uta, ko te u i maki hoi kia, e pēhe te uta e karanga mai nei. Welcome to Mata, with me, Mahina Arangi Forbes. Brought to you by Te Mangai Pāho and the Public Interest Journalism Fund. This week, we'll be talking coalition deals, treaty referendums, and policy pandemonium. So, joining me to paddle the political waters is Ngāti Whakata Maori Facatau presenter and former political editor Tina Wycliffe, and Victoria University scientist Dr. Lara Greaves. Tina, good Hoi no ka here, uh, te waka ro, kita miki mokodo ne. Late last week, Auckland Council, home to the largest population of Māori on earth, voted against a proposal to establish Māori wards. It aim, its aim was to provide a voice for Māori at the council table. The motion was lost by just two votes and is out of step with councils around the mutu in Waikato. Nine councils have introduced Māori seats, including the Hauraki District Council, just days ago. Earlier today, I spoke to Auckland councillors Corinne Leone and Alf Filipina, who led the charge for Māori wards. Kia ki In the end, uh, the vote went 11 to 9 against, and uh, Mayor Wayne Brown abstaining. Alf, now that you've had time to reflect, are you madder or sadder?
1: Or are you okay with it? Um, no, I'm madder. Pissed off, basically. Yeah. Um, because, uh, interesting, <laughs> the people that voted against it, before they voted against it, said, I support Māori Wards, mm. but we need a lot more work. How many years do we have to wait? It's been six already. So, no, I was pissed off if it happened. But like my late mother said, go with the flow, son. But, you know, we're going to see what happens.
0: Mm. What, about, what about you, Corinne? Because you did a lot of work to try and get numbers on your side. Hmm. Uh, how do you feel about the numbers?
2: Uh, I, I'm disappointed, just like Alf. I think it's, it's more disappointing to know that the two wards that actually have got a high Māori population, which is West Auckland and South Auckland, their councillors didn't vote in support. Well, Daniel Newman and um, unfortunately, Ken Turner. Um, so it's when we see the population numbers there, they should reflect along with the local boards because they all supported mm. um, that we have Māori wards in place. So, yeah, definitely disappointing. The consulta- consultation showed the general
0: public's opposition was 68%. That was made up of mainly individuals. Alf, you know, should the majority get to make the decision for
1: the minority? Well, no, that's why the, uh, the Honourable Nanaia Mahuta and Nga Mihi Ki to Nanaya mm. um, when she got rid of the referendum. And, no, but interesting, the majority, on the 2nd of October, the majority of Māori organisations and mana whenua had a lot more people behind their submission than those individual that said no. That's right. But those councillors chose to look at the organisations and the Munda as one submission. Mm-hmm. But they chose that because they knew to try and justify it.
0: You said that prior to the vote, you know, you had councillors coming up and saying that they supported it. What do you think the opposition to it was in the end?
1: Well, what
2: what do you say about that, Alf? Because I think there was a lot. There was a lot in what there. What did they say there? in their opposition?
1: Oh, they said, look, we need more time. Mm. Um, look, the majority of the people, they were against it. Well, you have a look at that, that submission, Waipareira, mm. Te Akatai Wai hua, um Waititi, Rua Potaka You have a look at all our whanau behind those organisations in Manda Fedua outnumbered those individuals that said no. Mm, so fair. they just wanted to pick and choose. Mm. That's all they wanted to to try and justify their decision, which was the wrong decision but it was theirs.
2: Why are they scared of sharing power, do you think, Corinne? I think that there's some councillors that have just held these seats for a very long time and I think that um, for some people, it's, it's a lifetime career. They don't want to give up having that power and passing that over and um, looking at progressive ways to actually bring in new councillors, which this could have been the opportunity to have a strong Māori voice at the table. But unfortunately, um, we do need to look at getting new people standing in local government, government politics, um, more young people, more Māori representation. Uh, So that's what we need to do going forward. More reflective of the community. Uh, One thing is that
0: the Mayor didn't vote, Um, Wayne Brown. Should he have and why didn't he?
1: Well, he should have at least drew a line in the sand um, because he is the Mayor of Tamaki Makaurau. He should have and I always wonder what if he ended up supporting it because my understanding was that he had no issue Mm. with Māori wards If he had said something to support it, I wonder if he would have changed one of those that voted against Mm. it and then we would have won it 11-10.
0: So you're disappointed
1: Mm. in the mayor? Oh, look, definitely, and he knows that, Mm. because he should have put the line in the sand.
0: Uh, What do we have now? So what's left and and who represents Māori now? Can you talk us through that?
2: So we have got up until around, I think it's the 26th of November um, in terms of our time frame. So it has to be two years before the next election that we have um, the vote if we are going to change things. So Basically, we've got a month to look at lobbying two councillors if we want to, to make that change. But for now, we have the Independent Māori Statutory Board. That's right. How does that work and how does that uh, represent Māori? So we've got our mana whenua or iwi of Tamaki Makoto on there and I know that, again, a number of councillors said, well, we've already got Māori representation. Um, But the issue with that, again, is that the, the mātā waka that are chosen on that. Um, we need to have another process as well, how we can select those people that are mātā waka that's a little bit more open. So I think there's there's a number of things that have to be reviewed with the IMSB as well.
0: How would the new legislation have worked? Is it mana whenua or is it specific groups of Māori?
2: Yeah, and, and that's been a, a really big point of contention at Auckland Council. Uh, we know that... Um, obviously, the ear we have increased over the years through the layers of interest. and um, I think again that's something that we have to work on going forward. And I think Alpha's probably got some comments yeah. on that. Oh, okay. uh, had Sorry.
0: the Maori wards have worked? How would it have worked?
1: Well, we would have had a voice around the governing body table, which we don't have a mandated voice.
0: So it would have been someone from that community that represents that community. Who definitely, the because the
1: he or she that Māori councillor would have been elected by those on the Māori role. Mm. So they would have had the mandate. I, myself, and Councillor Richard Hills, he's Papa we don't have the mandate mm. because we got elected by our ward. Mm-hmm. So we don't have the mandate. So that would have changed. We would have had a mandate for he or she to speak on behalf of Māori. The independent Māori statutory board. It's interesting that Rodney Hyde put them in place, hmm. but it's the accountability measure around the of White Waitangi is why they're there. You know, not for the not not for the voice. Um, that we would have if we had a Maori ward.
0: If you did have a Maori ward, if you were able to flip those seats in the next couple of months, would those seats, would the people who stood for them have to be tangata whenua, or could they be Rawa or could they be Maori from outside of Tāmaki?
1: Yeah, it it, it, it could be a Maori um, person who wishes to stand in the Maori ward.
0: So any Maori. Um, yeah,
1: any Maori, and and that would allow at least one representative. And uh, for me, we just lost the chance for 2025. Mm. Karen's correct around the next month, but the only way we're going to get that that vote in the next month is if the Mayor decides to have an extraordinary meeting mm. before mm. our statutory timeline, which is at, um, I think, the 23rd of November. If we don't get any... Uh, if, sorry, if we don't get another look in... Mm. We have to wait till 2028.
0: Do you know if mana whenua were okay with that decision that anyone could run in those seats as a Māori ward?
1: Some of them weren't. Yeah. So
0: that was up for... That, would that need to have been... Can you talk, it, talk us through it? Like, you know, who was opposed and what were the suggestions
2: to make it... Well, there were only three that responded, first of all, and we know that Ngāti Whātua ōrake... Um, should we be putting this on camera, had actually said uh, that they didn't want to take a position on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know that there are issues around some iwi saying, why should that be a mātawaka person mm. when it should be mana whenua? Mm. Um, because that's the whole point of having the Royal Commissioning Model, because you'd have your two mātawaka seats and then your one appointed seat, which would come from mana whenua.
0: Right. What what, if, what kind of changes could we have expected had we have had um, Māori wards?
1: Representation. Mm. Uh, mm. Definitely, representation. Yeah. Would What's be the difference? So, so well. for
0: example, you're a councillor, but you're uh, you're voted in by the general public. What would have changed for you had you have been the Maori ward?
1: Well, for me, if if I've been in the Maori ward, I would then stand up and say I have your mandate. Mm-hmm. I have your man, mandate as mana whenua, even though it's, it's mm. a wee bit dicey with that, I still have the mandate from Māori mm. to end up speaking on behalf, especially with the four well-beings.
0: For mm. the issues in their
1: community. Definitely. Mm. For that ward, for, the whole for Māori, for the whole of Tamaki Makauri. Mm big job but at least I know there would be at least nine other councillors currently that would be supporting that person mm. he or she
0: as a Maori who's a councilor now are you mm. able you know are, do you have enough time to do that for maori or do you have your is your commitment to the
2: people that you represent? Yeah, I think first and foremost, uh, the commitment is to all Aucklanders because we are voted in on that, um, but also from our wards. So we're accountable to our wards. Um, I obviously hold the Māori Outcomes portfolio, but I'm always aware that if I just focus on Māori issues, then that impacts on how I'm seen in the community. So I think if we did have a Māori councillor, it would just totally change things, I think, for Tamaki mm-hmm. Makaro. It would be great. You'd get more Māori voting, and yeah. uh, more young people into local government politics, I think. So many uh, Māori are just disengaged. Do you think that the Auckland Council delivered the message, you know, the discussion well enough? I've definitely had some feedback that we could have done better on that. I um, had, had a number of phone calls, but we know that the team uh, definitely tried to do the best that they could by having a hui out at Hawani Waititi Marae and out at Papakura. Um, on reflection, yes, there's more that we could have done, and I think if we do consultation in the future, we'll take that on board. Tēnā I
0: Thank you for your time okay. today. All the best. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kāti Hey Aruhai hai ngā taki o te wā, kia tāwhiri a ki ki ngā mātanga toranga pūne kia Tina Wycliffe, Rawa ko tākuta, Lara Greaves, tēnā kōrua. Kia yeah. ora. Uh, tāmaki Makoto, home of Pacifica Polyfest, I've got Waipareira out west, you've got dozens and dozens of marae around tāmaki working marae. Are we out of step?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um as as you know, someone who calls Tamaki home, Central Auckland, yay, um, and have grown up here, yeah. As Matawaka, it's like we don't have Māori wards, and other places are getting Māori wards, and you know, like as a political scientist, every time we have a local body election, I swear, like I don't even have to do that much preparation because right afterwards, people come to me and they're like why haven't people voted in local government elections? Why are people so disengaged? Why are Māori so disengaged? Why are young people so disengaged? And it is, it's because like local government structures, like they need something, they need some kind of revamp. And I think having Māori ward councillors, as those two who talked about um, before, is that you then have those people who, that is their role. That is their clear role. They know when they get up every day, I'm here to represent Māori. And there's a further debate to have around whether it's mana whenua or what the exact details of who they're representing, but they're dedicated. Mm. They don't have to be that person in that general seat. They are there to represent Māori and that's their role. And then they can make those relationships, the relationships of young people, the relationships across the community that need to be made. They've got that time.
0: Someone who has five Māori ward councillors oh, no. in hūrohi, uh, Tina Wicklip, welcome. Welcome to the show, Tina. Kia ora, it's good to be here. Yeah. He mō te iwi?
4: Well, accountability, visibility, uh, and um, accessibility, that's what we expect from our five Māori councillors. Um, they are well known and have a high profile in the community. They represent hapu and iwi from Turanga all the way to the eastern, most eastern corner of uh, nga'ti paro whare kahika, that's the alpha no Ani up there. Uh, so, yeah, it's quite. Um, uh, concerning that um, Tamaki Makaurau is so out of step with with the rest, Do with the rest, with the provinces. Yeah. Do you think it's because
0: you had good leadership to get to those Maori seats in the first place? Do we need?
4: It's a combination of both. Plus, you uh, must remember uh, in our district, Maori make up now fifty three percent of the population. Yeah. Yes. We are ratepayers, We are home owners, and. Um, we're not gonna y po- we're unapologetic. We also don't want meek representation at the council table, so um there's a lot of expectation on our Māori ward councillors and uh they beg hear it every time they turn up to to an event. Um, you know, a Māori a Kaupapa Māori event. Previous councillors, i would spuck up Māori. Um, yeah, uh they haven't represented us as as well as um <laughs> They haven't had we the opportunity hope that um, the the Māori ward councillors will, except for may I say um, maybe Atarito Puananga in and, and mm. Manukeri. Mm.
0: Is there a chance for Tamaki
3: Makoto could the catch up? or do you think this opportunity has gone for the next five years? I think potentially it's gone for a bit. I mean the pushback the pushback hasn't been maybe intense enough. I'm seeing some media come through, you know, like on Māta today, but you're seeing. A little bit of media pushback, well, a little bit of content in the media around pushback, but not enough to maybe have that onslaught of, like, angry submissions or that kind of roots type campaign that would, yeah, make that decision change by November. And then, of course, if you look at the general politics and the way that, you know, say, the Mm. general election went, is the vibe right for a revisit there? I'm not sure if the whole overall vibe's right for a revisit of that decision.
0: Is it good enough for the mayor, the leader, of the Auckland Council to abstain?
3: I think that is like really, tr- that's Scutless. so fence-sitting to do that. Um, I can see why you would want to abstain, though. Like, I mean, I see why you, there's arguments for why you would want to sit on the fence, but then again,
4: as, he as should, you said, he should have <laughs> voted? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, why didn't you vote, Wayne Brown? Next time. I think we know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's um, talk about special votes. This week, the results of the special votes will be announced. Mm. Uh, what, are you, what are you expecting to see or hear?
4: Well, I'm waiting with bated breath to see what happens with Tāmaki Makoto mm. and Te Tokiro, how the Māori Party will, will fare. You know, you always hear political pundits saying that um, the specials normally work out well for those on the left, so yeah, will their party vote uh, rise considerably, Te Pāti Māori I'm talking about, and those two seats that are that are on a knife edge, yeah. do, Tāmaki Makoto and Te Taitukiro. What's your inner matakete saying? I I don't want to say, you know, like lots of people were asking me to call Ikaroa Tarfazi, for example. I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah, (laughs) because Kusha just stormed home. But be interesting to see if um, Mika, you know, mops up any Mm. any more votes um, when the specials are counted. I was out of town. But quite, um, I mean,
0: she needs quite a lot to catch up. She does. She does. But in Tamaki Makaurau and Tokiro, do you think uh, there's a possibility?
4: You uh, wouldn't be saying it otherwise. I, I think so. Yeah. Well it's it's they're definitely two seats yeah. to watch. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I got out a spreadsheet.
4: Um, I didn't rely on any. She kind did of the phone.
3: I got out XL. But it was only XL, <laughs> it wasn't any funky like R or anything. But I sat there You're and in a and tried to do a few different little projections and it, it could get quite close. It could get within that couple of hundred votes where I can see as well, if you look at, say, the candidate informals versus the party vote informals as yep. it stands and all the, the um, complaints that people were making around going to vote and all of that, I can see situations where we do see um, court action in a recount. Like, I can just see it getting that close. Really?
0: I guess you can't, in the Māori seats. you can't really rely on the party vote
3: because Māori are so strategic, right? Well, I think if you look at the party vote last time, Um, Te Party Māori went from 23,000 party votes on election night to 33,000 on the specials, which indicates that their party vote will go up. Now, the one thing to watch, of course, if they do win Tāmaki Makaurau Te Tokoro, the other thing to watch is how their party vote increases proportionately. Mm. So that overhang seat that they currently have might go based Mm. on the party vote. So it's not just looking at those seats and the overhang, it's looking at how much their party vote then entitles them yes, too. Yes. So it's ratios, that's why I got XL
0: yeah. out. Uh, uh, <laughs> out. Oh. <laughs> is this good for Winston or not, if that happens? Uh,
4: Winston Peters. <laughs> <laughs> Where to begin with that guy?
0: Yeah, I mean, but if it does fall left, what happens
4: there? I mean, he, he is in a pretty... Chris Hipkins has ruled him out, he's ruled out. Chris Hipkins, uh, well... Is Chris Hipkins actually going to be the, 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 how much long is he going to be but National leader of Labour? National will need him more. National will need yeah. him more.
0: So it's probably a good position for him if, it, if it's They need him to
4: stop tweeting immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah, t- tell us about that. H- you know, what are your thoughts about the way he was tweeting
4: in the last week or so? I think he's just pandering to um, and rewarding to a constituency that voted him in. Yeah. The conspiracy theorists and the anti-vax nutters. Was it harmful? Oh, well,
3: I think we've got this, like, there's like a special place in our collective hearts for Winston Peters, you Mm. know, for Matua Winston, and he does just, he keeps it interesting. Was it harmful overall? Well, yeah, I I just, I don't know a lot of that stuff, Mm. and I just, like, the moment that you do start to think that you know politics, that you know Māori politics, but you know general politics... You kind of always get proven wrong by Winston Peters. Yeah. Like the number of us that bet on him not coming back. Mm. And here he is. It's like,
4: what? <laughs> I don't mean to sound so dismissive because there were certainly during the whole, you know, with the mandates, um, people who have um, genuine grievances. Mm. And he, he's, he's playing to them. And he's also playing to his bread and butter constituency, yes. which is the 65 plus. Yes. Mm.
0: Do, do, do you think he... Hurts his own credibility, Winston? Because, you know, he knows who to play to. And this time around, do you think it's hurting his credibility?
4: Um, yeah, credibility. Um, <laughs> well, here's the thing with um, with Winston Peters. You know, the whole... The EWI Kiwi thing, he did it first. Mm. Winston Peters, one law for all. Winston did it first. Um, Shane Jones is the new John Ansell. Mm. Remember putting the yes. the K back in the EWI. Yes. That uh, John Ansell did that yes. first for it uh, for the 2005 campaign. 2005, was it? 2005. Yes. Uh, Don Brash. And now you have Shane um, Jones. Um, putting... they, that's been their line: no, mm. um, New Zealand first. So. Uh, Imagine if his his constituents um, found out that he maybe has done things that have benefited indigenous Māori like myself. For example, the hand back of Hegurangi Maunga. He might have lost some votes if they knew that. um, uh,
0: How different is it? When when we look at you know it's been three weeks of kind of silence really Mm. we've had all of this um, political news and then boom nothing Um, when you do see when when you do relaxing (laughs) when you see Christopher Luxon uh, every now and then pop up how do you rate his performance as an incoming prime minister and what he's dealing with now.
3: Yeah, it's one of those things that it's, like, too soon to say, but I think that I haven't seen, like, this the odd complaint around the place of, oh, they need to be getting to it, but most people are quite relaxed, you know, like, relaxed, like, okay, we're having a break now, we've been focusing on the rugby or Mm. whatever else. Um, I think in terms of Luxon, he does have some challenges, so I also got stuck into the New Zealand election study, went back through the years and looked at the popularity of incoming leaders, and I know people are critical of, oh, do leaders really need to be liked? Yes, they yes. do need to be liked. It's like a fundamental in politics. It always has been and yeah. it is now. Yeah. But he, his rating, his rating on say Vote Compass was probably would put him among the lowest, lower than even when Helen Clark came in as Prime Minister and was thought of right. was not popular.
0: So so that's going to be a challenge Added moment. to that is a whole lot of policies that might not be popular with some and, mm. and you're dealing with, you're juggling three parties wants, mm. moi moi ya. Yeah. Um What what do you think is going to happen for some of the ones that are really going to affect Maori, like the referendum of Te Tiriti well, and others?
4: Well, first of all, they're not going to negotiate these things through the media. Mm-hmm. So until those specials are counted, he's going to act. Christopher Luxon is going to continue to act like a CEO of the country mm-hmm. rather than a uh, prime is that the ministerial. Right well, as I say, um, he he doesn't want to give oxygen to. Winston Peters and his Twitter, which is Twitter yeah, account, which you, is what you, people are been, asking about. But to answer your question around portfolios, um, y- yeah, I think I think we can expect some. Um, a lot of brown bureaucrats will be um, looking for some new jobs. So, so you're picking up on what Tama
0: Potaka might have said in the past, and there's a suggestion that um, te mā ngai Pāho, um, te mā Tāwai, um, Tamataway, Tiarefetive, even might roll into TPK. Do you think that's a possibility?
4: Uh, yes, I do. What will that mean? It will mean efficiencies in terms of um, you know uh, the government and, and fiscal policy. Mm. It's fiscal policy. It's a right-wing government, mm. so um, these will be these will be the priorities: um, fiscal diligence and um, no spending, you know, no wasteful spending. And, and ACT will be there to ensure that that that. What, that kaupapa stays on what track. What do you
0: think are some of the kaupapa that might fall out out of the bottom of that if they rolled it into one massive mega uh, kawana
3: Yeah, I think it's just that thing, that consistent restructuring of the public service. I'm with you on that, that I think that, yeah, there's quite the possibility that we'll see some kind of cuts and reorganising. And then we know what happens. They just contract all of the public servants back for more money mm. like that's yeah. fundamentally what you call it devolution. Time. Mm. devolution and like <laughs> relabeling maori mm. communities mm. as communities or whatever that sort of thing so yeah i think there will be some developments there in terms of the treaty principles referendum i just can't see it happening like i think there's, it's an outside chance it would but just having studied the voice to parliament in australia that's just happened and just seeing like what that did there and the damage that it could Mm. potentially do to national brand going forward. I mean, if you look at that demographic wave of, like, Māori kids ageing into voting every day, Pacifica kids, other kids from all sorts of other different communities ageing in, and the younger generation, like Generation Alpha, they're just, like, very... Like, Generation (laughs) Z... Like, like the the youngins now, but they're like the (laughs) babies. They're unapologetically... Like, this is, like, the five... I've got a five-year-old, and they are just, like... You know the amount of today they have just in like general school, like mm. they're so into it. So I just think do going to a vote what one day. Think?
4: I think it's very dangerous for social co- cohesion. Mm. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I, I actually agree. I, I, I'm not sure that we'll see the light, This referendum will see the light of day. Mm. Mm.
0: What are some of the areas but you're going to be looking out?
4: for? It's something that they took to um, to the elite, you mm. know Yep, that they mm. campaigned on. So one. let's see what happens.
0: Are there any areas that you're going to be what, keeping a careful eye on? Oh, well,
4: who gets mighty? Molly development. Any idea? Uh, I expect it would be Mr. Thumberboard mm. mm. Um uh, One thing, one observation about him though, uh, he um, he's always been like that. Mm. Yeah, um, I've known him since he was in law school. He's 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 always been very um, mm. fixated on um, self responsibility. He's the perfect pin-up child for for national. Hmm. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, how do you as think, as a na- he, he, national Māori MP,
0: how will he deal with iwi? He's
4: already talking th- about things like Max Kāwanatanga. Maybe we will like that because iwi don't want kawana, necessarily want more hmm. Kāwanatanga in their lives. They want rangatira tunga hmm. and mana So I think that just we, we're just going to have to get used to a language and. Hmm. Um, yeah. Change, he's, yeah, semantics.
0: Yeah. Any I other Maori that you see might be fitting and in, rolling into some of those big jobs? Yeah, well,
3: Dan Bedwell's come back in Northcote, and mm. so like he was out for the last term, but he's he's been experienced before as an MP, so he might be another Māori that might be lined up for in a ministerial portfolio. And Dr. Shane oh, Yeah, Dr. Karen Chul. We always forget about Dr. <laughs> Karen yeah. Chul. Well, David Seymour. Yeah. Yeah. David <laughs> Seymour, Karen Chul. Yeah, and the whole in the as well, like um, within, within ACT as well. So, but from Māori within National, which is a different place to be. Mm. And it's going to be really interesting to see how Tamapotaka and others do reposition the language. Within national and just having looked over successive national governments, the way that they do reposition language around your yeah, community responsibility, people taking responsibility for their own people, and that kind of idea, but also kind of diluting some of the tiriti framing within like oh we're all just communities mm. rather than yeah say, so te-ra-tanga.
0: after the third, how long do you think we're going to wait <sighs> <It's>
3: with your <laughs> matakutia? <laughs> <talking again>.
0: um, <laughs> Two
4: weeks, three weeks, one week? Well, they... Winston Peters is going to jostle for a. Little... Maybe two weeks. Two weeks, you reckon uh, two? I well, I
3: think if I had done a spreadsheet, which I haven't, it would have been <laughs> quite long, like maybe Christmas decorations. But Marcel Winston's come out and said that it's going to be quite quick. He would like it to be quick. Ka pai. Okay. Maybe, maybe. I think he likes to two weeks prove over us here. wrong. Two weeks, you think it might be one? I don't know. He always just wants to prove us wrong. I'm not ever going to predict anything about Winston Peters no one ever, again. Ever. <laughs> ever again. I'm should ever. Ever again. I've, I've learned my lesson.
0: Tina na korua.
3: Sekatao.
0: Kia ora. Uh, konga ararau. Okay. Ko ngā ararau, kei mua i te ihu, ihu o tō waka, he kauere, he marino rānei, kei ngā paiwai o te moana, mā te ahu whakamua e māra mai. Tēnā koutou katoa ngā pō i tō whakarewa o tēnei waka. Ka nui te mihi te pūna whakatongarewa me te maangai pāho, nō no horomai.